Yes. All right. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Kickback Instagram uh, episode where we get to interview other podcasters, other people that are whatever it may be, podcast, music, athletes. So with this second episode, I'm super excited to introduce to you guys two podcasters that I have been looking forward to having on or to just being able to talk to, especially because, you know, every Friday night, Saturday night, the club's popping. <laughs> the club is popping always. And you know, the feds are always watching. You got, you got Daniel and David, also known as the Mexi Twins, also okay, known as Pura Cultura. How's it going? What up, what up? You're giving up the government names, bro. There it is. I was going to say. <laughs> You're always why I got I to mess up, yeah. How you guys That's doing? Chilling, yeah, bro. Chilling. Chilling, chilling. So, like I said, I'm glad that you guys are on. I'm happy that you guys were able to do this. And uh, for those of you who are watching, Instagram TV does up to an hour. So, we're going to try and cram as much as we can in oh. this hour. So, um, I'm just curious, just off the bat, how's it going with uh, the? I don't even know if we can consider it a quarantine anymore. I think everything's <laughs> kind of open now. I but how are you guys handling it? I think the quarantine's been amplified, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. I used to uh, be able to go to the grocery store at eight o'clock, bro. Not, not no more. <laughs> yeah, that curfew, bro. <laughs> bro, you know what though? Like in Minnesota, everything like. Open June first, like bars. I think um, barber shops, and every retail thing had been open like I think a week or two ago. But I'm still, I'm still treating it like it's um, like it's full quarantine, bro. Like I look at the bars around my house, bro. The patios are packed. The inside is packed, and I'm like, you guys think coronavirus just disappeared like that, man? That's that's what yeah. I was talking to my because uh, out here I'm in I'm in LA. And everyone kind of divides it from like LA County and Anaheim where Orange County and everything in Orange County more, it's kind of like everything's opening up. And I had a friend just the other day, he was at a bar. He's, I was like, why are you there? Like, he's like, Oh, it's, it's popping right now. I was like, yeah. <laughs> in a couple more weeks, you're going to be popping with that fucking Corona. You go back inside. <laughs> like, it's it's crazy how people think like oh yeah it's gone it's disappeared yeah but you know what's crazy though bro because um you know I, and I really don't want to get too deep into uh, all that um, riot and protest and stuff but um being that there's so many people close together bro you would you would think that we would have like a, a big uh, spike in and um you know people that are getting diagnosed with with this yeah. virus thing bro but I, I'm just not hearing about it we're not seeing it bro so it makes you it makes you wonder bro for sure. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see, like, maybe in a week or two, like, the numbers just shoot up again, and I don't know, maybe everything gets shut down again. Hopefully not, but uh, yeah. I was. it's kind of hard not to to ask you guys this, but just because, like, your type of your, – your podcast is interesting because for us, our podcast is, like, goofing around, you know, we're just talking shit to each other or we're goofing on whatever, but – you guys kind of touch on a lot of serious topics, which we do too, but we don't, you know, dive as deep as, uh, as you guys do. And I'm always curious whenever I listen, it's like, Oh man, like that's some serious shit. That's real shit. I always, 
applaud you guys because you guys talk, you know, real shit. You guys don't sugarcoat stuff. So what are your guys' opinions when it comes to everything that's going on right now with the riots and, you know, people just, some, well, some people going a little too crazy when it comes to rioting, yeah. some people doing the right thing and just protesting itself. Like, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Um, well, I think, bro, that we've, we've already had a few instances in Minnesota in the last, let's say, five years, bro. There's been similar deaths, like wrongful deaths, you know, brought by police officers. Um, so I think this was the last straw, bro, and especially them, them hearing somebody plead for their life and, and, you know, all that stuff that everybody already knows about. It was just enough, man. And as far as the protesting, I seen that coming, the rioting. That that really surprised me, bro. But you know, I'm not politically correct, bro. But you know, to be honest, sometimes shit has to burn down for changes to come. You know, so it, a lot of people are gonna be, um, excuse me, um, they're gonna get hurt by this. A lot of companies, a lot of businesses, a lot of people probably gonna go through trauma about it. Mm-hmm. But you know, that, that's what I call like casualties of war, man. You know, they're at war with the government or the the police department, the justice department. So that's just casualties of war. There's there's gonna be people that are gonna die and there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of um burned down, you know, shit, you know, buildings and shit. So I I'm not like for it, but I'm not against it either, you know, if, if that makes any sense. No, I agree, I agree. What about you, David? Yeah. So the well uh, me bro, I think like Lazy said, bro, sometimes things like this have to happen, bro, in order for um, to get the attention of the media, bro, to get the attention of the whole country, I guess you could say. <clears throat> I don't think I don't think all four officers right now would be getting charged for something mm-hmm. for murder if it wasn't if all this wasn't going on, bro. So in a way, yeah, I guess you do gotta kind of turn up, <clears throat> turn up, make some noise. But um, but yeah, it, it, at the same time, it sucks to see like um small businesses, especially like minority-owned businesses, like Latino-owned businesses, get get torn down or ran through, bro, because, um, you know, a lot of the time, bro, there's things that, you know, um, you know, are being sold, bro, on the counter, bro, through, um, through, through different ways. You could kind of say like um, consignment, bro, and all that. And, and a lot of Latino businesses, I feel, run that way, bro. So there's a lot of things that you're going to owe people money for things that you never even sold money when money was lost, bro. So it's just uh, like, like Lazy said, bro, it's a uh, casualties of war, bro, but it, it, it sucks to see, bro, but at the same time, something had to happen, I guess. Yeah, and I think uh, for us, we really haven't gotten to, for at least for the podcast in general, we haven't really gotten to, to talk about it too much. But I think that when everything just started happening, I didn't, I didn't know how to put it into words. I didn't know, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know, I didn't know like how to, how to, how I felt about it. Like, oh yeah, I, you know. I was feeling a certain way one day and then the next day I was like, no, well, that's not right. But, so I was kind of like in the middle of everything. <laughs> Conflicted. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, was- I, I feel you. I feel you, bro, because it, it's just the media, but that's the, that's the power of the media. Social exactly. Media and the, and the media, bro, that one day you can wake up and you see something you're like, all right, man, that's, that's enough. Yeah. I think, I think you guys, everybody's proved their point. And then, and then just the next day you're like, well, hold up, man. Like there's more videos coming out of people getting, um, you know, beat by the police. I'm like, you guys got to keep doing what you're doing. So every day it's kind of like, yo, okay, you know, 
you guys should, people shouldn't be doing this. And then the next day it's like, nah, they got to do shit like this. So it's just, it's very conflicting, bro. I, it's like yeah. one day you find yourself feeling one way and then the next day you're like, you know, you're feeling a whole different way. And sometimes like you, say, contra- you contradict yourself, you know? Right. Yeah. But like they say that there's no, there's no process written down or, you know, like a standard procedure, you know, like, um, rioting or protesting for dummies you know there's none of that bro you know like <laughs> hey yeah people people are on the fly you know like oh we're burning shit now okay let's start burning shit you know yeah just like, oh, we're breaking shit let's break shit yeah you know so like, oh, there's shit, no we're looting, we, we looting target like all right let's go it's like hey that's why hey. it's wild bro and then you it have does, those hey. people like not my target and then they go try and butt in there <laughs> Hey, and that's, that's crazy. That it is crazy, bro. And I just seen this one. Um, I seen this one sad video, bro. Uh, a retired like police officer, like sheriff or captain or something like that. And um, he was defending like a, a small business, bro, like a business, bro. And they ended up, they, someone ended up shooting him, and um, and killed the dude, man. So it's like, so it's like you got innocent people trying to protect business, their businesses getting killed in the process bro. so it's yeah. like it's just you know it's just very sad that stuff like that also happens while yeah we're trying to go against the the you know the big organizations and everything it's kind of like you know it's sad to see regular civilians lose their life or right. something like this i, I always yeah, wonder i always wonder why like i know this one instance uh of george floyd where it's like it was caught on camera. Everyone saw it. It's plain as day. There's no way around it. It was wrong. But I, I always find it interesting how, you know, people, it just takes one, like one situation and it just, everything pops off. But in reality, this happens almost every day. So I'm always yeah. curious when people say like, oh, how come everyone hasn't been riding in the first place? It's always been going on. It's never stopped. Like, what do you have to say for the people who always say, like, they should have been rioting or should have been protesting long before, uh, unfortunately, George Floyd died, but yeah. people should have been doing that since the beginning? Yeah. It, ju- it just takes that, like I said earlier, bro, that extra video, bro. You know, that, that extra video will make the nicest person lose it. You know, like that, as far as him saying he can't breathe, as far as him telling him, asking for help, asking for his mom, that right there is what really, and it, it like and checked he, off the all the boxes. He died, bro. That you, you had, you had, yeah. Go ahead, bro. No, I was saying like it just, it just checked off all the boxes, like in general. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think also, bro, that the the fact that the the public could see that he was really no threat. You know, he was not a threat mm-hmm. to anybody. He was handcuffed, and he had four officers on top of him. There's really no threat there. So for people to see someone, um you know, lose their life that way when in reality there's there's no more, there's no threat there, then that's when you catch a lot more people jumping on board and supporting this protest. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of the times people are used to seeing videos where um, someone, someone the, the police ends up killing somebody, but um, they see the video and they're like, yo, but he was resisting arrest or like, yo, he was not trying to let himself get handcuffed and, and he was, you know, he was a threat, you know, the, the cops feared for their life, but I think mm-hmm. this is I think this is one of those um, times where a cop really can't say I fear for my life because everyone saw there was no threat there. Yeah, and um, 
I'm 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 shocked again. Like, there's so many things that pop up just because of this whole situation where uh, a big chunk of the, I guess you could say, the white community had no idea that minorities, when they have children, they have a conversation that most white parents don't have with their kids, which is uh, the conversation of when you are in front of a cop or when you're in front of a, a, a person of authority in that sense, like this is how you should act. Oh, you should do this or don't say that or don't resist or don't talk back. Like I'm, I'm shocked, but at the same time, I'm not that a lot of, of the white community didn't know that minorities have that conversation with kids. I remember having that conversation with my dad where, you know, going into high school, even middle school where it's like, Hey son, you know, if, if anything ever happens, I know you don't try to get in trouble. I know you're not with the wrong crowd, but if this ever happens where a cop shows up and they start harassing you or doing stuff, don't make it worse. Do this, Mm -hmm. this, and this, and try to deescalate the, the whole, you know, situation and try to, make sure that you end up alive in mm-hmm. a sense. Yeah. And um, I, I don't know if our parents really told us that part, you know, cause our parents are straight from the motherland. Um, they taught us to fear police. That's for sure. Um, but as far as like the white Caucasians knowing or not knowing some of them know, and some of them want to learn and, and get themselves um, woke or educated in the urban or the ghetto, you know, community. Um, and a lot of the, a lot of the white Caucasians don't give a damn, bro. You know, and that's, that's fact, you know, a lot of them won't even go as far as to accept that there's such thing as white privilege. A lot of them won't accept that there, a lot of them denounce racism already. You know, they, they claim there's no more racism because the simple fact that there's no slavery, they think that there's no racism because of that, you know, or I never, my family, my parents never owned a slave, you know, so it goes to, to the level of ignorance and also to the level of some people just don't like certain kind of people. You could say Latinos and blacks all included with Asians mm-hmm. and they're going to hide and they're going to hide behind ignorance because that's the, that's their only, um, that's their only defense right now because they have nothing else because they know that if they accept the reality, they're not going to be able to hide their, their racism behind ignorance that's what that's how i feel because i'm i'm around a lot of certain kind of people that that's the vibe that i get mm-hmm, i right. agree uh, <clears throat> as far as like talking to your kids bro i think um like for example bro us growing up in a latino community bro a, me- a mexican home um our parents always i guess you could say we grew up being scared of the police because every time we were driving um and my dad would see like a cop or my mom would see a cop they'd be like hey everyone sit down and don't look at the cop because they're going to think we're doing something wrong or, or for whatever reason, they always tell us, don't look at the cop. So then we would always, we were, we were trained since little kids, bro, not to look at the cop, not to make eye contact and just, you know, ignore the fact that they're even there. And I think us growing up, we always grew up to kind of be scared of the police and not, not, I guess not even trust the police. Um, so we didn't, we didn't get to talk like, yo, be careful because you're Brown. They're going to attack you. We didn't get We didn't even get that talk. We were just, to just completely stay away from from them to begin with bro so um but as far as me bro you know now that i'm a dad i i do plan i do plan on having that talk with my kids when they get to a certain age where they kind of understand 
um, the difference between being a, a Mexican American here in this country or being like a, a white Caucasian in, in this country, bro. Because um, they, they gotta they gotta know the difference, bro. They gotta kind of know um, that you know we live in a world where people judge you by the way you look. Because if if, if you know, for example, if I if I never uh, had that conversation with them, then all the all the situations and experiences that I had growing up, then they're just to waste, you know, and, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to waste them. So I got to yeah. gotta let them know about it. I got to explain to them certain scenarios that they could go through just because of their last name or just because their hair is dark or just because their skin is a little darker than other people. So it's just mm-hmm. letting them know that, you know, always be careful. Make sure you stay, like basically stay out of trouble. Don't think that, um, don't think that you got the same privilege, you could say, as, as you know, some of the white folks, you know, and it, mm-hmm. it, it, it sucks to even think about that, talking, having that talk with your kids, bro, but it's, uh, it's something that needs to be done, bro, but I think that um, you got to be responsible about it, bro. You can't have that conversation too young, bro, because you got to let your kids um, be able to grow up and enjoy life and see the, the, the see, see life as a, just innocence, innocence and, and, and pure, bro, and, and just enjoy life, bro, and then, I, I don't know, bro, like, once they get, like, I don't know, bro, like, 13, 14, and then you can kind of let them know, hey, be careful when you're around these areas or be careful, make sure you don't get in trouble doing this or when you get pulled over by a police officer, make sure you're respectful, make sure that you're, you know, your hands are where, you, where they can be seen, um, things, things of that nature, bro, you know? Yeah, man, like, it, 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 this whole situation has brought up great conversations and needed conversations because... I honestly do feel like there was a stretch where I guess you could say mainstream media wasn't, they weren't talking about stuff like this anymore. They were just kind of blowing it under the rug and it took, you know, podcasts like you guys or other different types of podcasts, maybe, you know, podcasts that are not as big to talk about these things, to bring it to light, uh, Instagram posts, uh, Twitter tweets and stuff like that. Like it's taken, you know, the minorities to keep this conversation going. Whereas, you know, mainstream media, it's like, oh no, we're just going to blow this under the rug until something happens. And then we get to talk about it again because we're going to get all the ratings. So it's kind of conflicting when it comes to, you know, the news and all that stuff, but I'm sure everybody already knows the situation of mainstream media. But I think the, the one thing I'm curious uh, to get your take on is when, other cultures decide to embrace, I want to say embrace the Hispanic culture or even let's say the white community wants to embrace the black community when it comes to, you know, how they dress, how they talk, how, you know, stuff like that. Um, We decide to shame them or we decide to say like, Hey, Hey, you can't dress like that. Or, Hey, you can't talk like that because that's how we talk. Do you think that it's a, negative thing that we don't embrace more people to kind of enjoy our culture the way we act the way we talk or do you think it's a good thing to kind of have everybody in their own lane when it comes to (laughs) stuff like that yeah go ahead smiley go first (laughs) i say i say bro is like if what if you're doing something bro if you grow up in a certain community bro and as long as um you know People grow, when people grow up with the other people, bro, you grow up amongst each other, you grow to have love for each other, bro. You don't even see someone as you're different or nothing. You're just, you're just friends, you're a crew, you're, 
you know, you become like family, you could say. So when, when you kind of embrace other people's cultures or the, or the way they dress or their slang, I think as long as you do it respectful, I, I don't see no problem with that, bro. You know, I think, mm-hmm. um, I think in the Latino community, just that, just you saying that, that kind of made me kind of think maybe that's why the, the whole Chicano culture, the whole, um, the dress code, the dress, um, the style we used to dress, it kind of died out because we were, we would shame other people, you know, like if a, if a, if a white boy wanted to dress like that, we'd be like, man, you can't dress like that. You know, that's how Mexicans dress or we see Asian people dressing like that and we kind of be like, yo, they're, they're popping us. So instead of us embracing it and making it get more popular, we kind of shot everyone down for, for uh, not literally, but we kind of like, you know, we kind of dissed, kind of dissed everybody for, uh, for trying to dress, trying to dress yeah. the Chicano style, bro. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, I think we got to be more inclusive, right? Like we, like what you're mentioning right there, bro. Like, no, hell no. I would never want people to stay in their lanes because that's already causing segregation or, or, um, ex, you know, exclusiveness. Like, oh, you don't look like us. You don't talk like us. You can't do this. No, I think everything should be inclusive, but respectfully. And, um, and I don't think that I would ever shame anybody for, for liking Latino music for dancing Latino music, for eating Latino foods. But, you know, now if they want to dress up like mariachis or fucking rancheros <laughs> on a Tuesday and be like, arriba, arriba, taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> you know, then then we, we're going to be looking for some smoke. Slow, right slow there, your bro. roll, slow your roll. Right, relax. Smoke, you know, but um, I just think, I just think that, I don't know how, how, um, if you if this has came to your attention or not, nobody would dare play with that on on the black community side. You know what I mean? They wouldn't try to like on a certain day try to talk like them, try to dress like them, eat whatever they think that they eat. Why, bro? Because that's automatically racist, right? But mm-hmm. Latinos, I think we got to start tearing some shit down to get that same respect, bro. Put some respect on our name, you know. But, but as far as everything, bro, I think Latinos we love people. To be honest, way we love when people embrace our culture, bro. Like I don't know if you ever been to like at a Latino bar, Latino club, and you see like uh, maybe a Latino person with a black person like couple come in, or maybe uh, somebody with a white couple come in, and everybody tries to make sure they have a good time and and like the music or like the food because you we want to show them that our culture is beautiful, right? And and like um, it's popping. Um, so I think we do like to. In, like be inclusive it's just it's just certain certain areas where where people start yapping where when they shouldn't be that it's like yo man you're like you're being a culture vulture bro you know what i mean and and that's shit that that i don't appreciate yeah i think yeah. i think there's a difference between appreciating someone's someone else's culture and someone straight being a culture vulture bro i think mm-hmm. there's a difference and i think respect is the like the main key here bro. if you do everything with respect and then I think uh, I think a lot of people will be more okay with things like that. Bro. Well, yeah, I think the perfect example of like crossing, uh, at least for in, in my experience, like the crossing of like different cultures. There's a there's this club in San Diego. It's called Onyx, and there's two floors, like the hip hop floor, and then the 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 bottom floor is like all Latino music, like every different type of music. And you can sure guess which one's popping. That bottom floor, you got every type of people, all colors, all races. It is popping in there. So I, if you ever go to San Diego, go to Onyx, 
go to the bottom floor and that Latino part, it's, it's popping. It's crazy that, over there. That's dope, bro. And by you saying that, it just, um, in a lot of cities, it's like that, bro. You, you, you find yourself, when you go to Latino clubs nowadays, bro, um, you got the traditional, um, like, Mexican music or Latino music. I don't know what, you know, they, they'll mix, like, um, cumbia, banda, um, merengue, salsa, all that, bro. But then you got, like, a, another floor or another room where they're playing like hip hop and stuff, bro. So mm. that that's what's that's something that's really dope about our culture, bro, and Latinos, like our generation, that you can fully enjoy both sides, both cultures, bro. Like you can enjoy both sides of the uh, what's it called? American the spectrum, anime. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's um and it's dope, bro. And 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 when you go to those type of clubs, you see different kind of races, bro. And you and you you kind of want to show make sure everyone's having a dope time, bro. And, and you kind of want to represent, bro. Like when people are in our clubs, bro, you're exactly. like, yo, we got to turn up the right way, bro, because motherfuckers yeah. are going to go out there and talk, you know? So we got to <laughs> make sure, make sure yeah, we get yeah. this shit popping. Exactly. <laughs> so just to kind of jump off of that and just to talk about um, just your, your podcast and how everything's going. So ever since, you know, the whole quarantine thing happened, um, I know you guys are brothers, so it's not – well, do you guys – did you guys try to – meet up in person to do the podcast or were you guys still like separated and because my brother seems to be over here fucking half the time anyways <laughs> it don't matter quarantine or not if who's coming <laughs> um before before the coronavirus bro we would meet up every week bro um face to face mics you know this whole setup after um a- after coronavirus bro and the cor- quarantine took place we've been just doing nothing but facetime which at first, I was a little bit nervous that it was going to take away from our from our show or our podcast, but we still have that energy. We still have that face-to-face communication, and we still have the, the conversations and the, yeah, the conversation and the topics that we want out there. They're still getting out there, which is the main, the most important thing. And one thing that helps now is that Smiley doesn't got to be risking a DUI every time he, every time we record. <laughs> <laughs> not, not that I was ever, not that I was ever doing that, you know. Allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. You know? We don't, we don't be, we don't be um drinking water and recording, bro. You know, we we like to sip that Modelo, bro. Modelo time. Oh, that's, yeah. that's, so, that, that's why when people say like, "Yo, you guys are too real on your on your podcast, bro." Yeah, y'all gotta <laughs> take Modelo, man. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need to get a, we need to get a sponsorship, bro. Hell yeah, that'll be that'll be the day right there. <laughs> so when uh, yeah. when you guys yeah, started ahead. when you guys started like did you guys have an idea in mind when it comes to uh, the podcast like did you have a certain topic like okay this is the type of things you want to cover or did you just say hey we're just gonna talk about whatever and then it kind of just took a course of its own where you guys kind of really were uh, talking about like you know serious topics and stuff like that. Um, well, um, to be honest way, like we, I used to follow a lot of major platforms, right? Like breakfast club, um, Latino USA, um, Joe Budden, all, all, all these big podcast platforms. But one thing that, one thing that they didn't mention was, was a lot of the real struggles, the raw struggles, you know, like Latino USA, they talk about it, but you know, they they have to be politically correct about everything. Um, breakfast club. They talk a lot about the culture, but they tend to leave Latinos out for a major part of it, like kids in cages, 
immigration, ICE raids, um, growing up insecure because of the whole culture shock that our parents had when they came to this country. So we already came in knowing that it was going to be a podcast, just like all the other podcasts, but we're going to talk about what they can't get into, the things that they can't dive into because they have to be politically correct or or they just don't know the the inside of the, the city, you know, the urban areas, the hood. Um, so we came in knowing that we're going to talk about Latino struggles, Latino music, Latino talent, and put a spotlight strictly on Latino, period. Um, and then it just, you know, we didn't plan all this shit that was going to happen, but it just started growing. And, and ourselves, we started growing because me and Smiley started to grow. You know, we didn't used to even have these kind of conversations on a serious note. Um, so it started off as, hey, let's do a dope-ass podcast, like, you know, the ones we listen to, to, yo, like, now we got our, our own lane, and we feel pretty damn comfortable now. Yeah, so. and, at, and at first, at first, honestly, bro, for the people that listen to our podcast from, from the beginning, bro, it, you know, you could say there was a lot more um, jokes and entertainment in the beginning, bro, <laughs> but it's like, as as we as we got deeper and deeper into this podcast game, bro, and and we saw slow, we we kept seeing how how uh, how unrepresented we are in the in, in the in the world, bro, in the, in, in social media, bro, as our struggles and and injustices and all that. Um, slowly and slowly, we we kept talking more about it, taking more time on it, getting more real about it, and um and I think now um. We can honestly say, bro, that if something serious is going on in the community, bro, we're, we're going to talk about it and we're going to take our time about it, you know, it's just, but, you know, at the same time, we still want to, we still want to talk that shit that, you know, makes people laugh and, and talk about certain um, Latino artists that are coming out because that's another thing that we'd like to um, make sure that we do is like, let people know about certain music that's dope, but it might not be in your radar yet, you know, it's like, mm. I, I think there's so many dope Latino artists out there, bro, but they're just, um, they're not being talked about as, as much as they should by a lot of radio stations out there, bro. So uh, we wanna we wanna make sure that we do our part by putting their name out there, putting the music out there, and just letting people know, like, yo, man, the Latino artists they're popping, bro. Like Latino music, um, everything, bro. There's a lot of talent out there. You just gotta you just gotta you just gotta look for it, bro. And a lot of people, you know, they don't they don't have the time to look for it, you know. So we're we're gonna put it we're gonna put it there for them, bro, and make it easier for them to to find these dope artists, bro. Yeah, and I, I think that's the cool thing is that for your for you guys and your platform, it, it's a spot where, like you said, like some people just don't know where to find it or they don't know where to look. And for you guys, it's just bam, like we we did it for you, like with right. no no excuses anymore. This is where it's at. You look at it and you get to see it. So mm-hmm. when you guys started, who initially came up with the with wanting to do the podcast? Uh, Lazy did. You got him under Daniel. Yeah, I, I think I think it was more of my idea, bro, and I I brought it to the crew. Um, it took a while, bro. We were we were um, lingering. We were we were kind of slacking a little bit, but um, you know, I told this story on when we were on Chicano Shuffle, just seeing them do their thing, and I would send them comments, some shit I don't remember. Um, if, if people want to go back to that that, that episode, Lazy is um, acting like a groupie out there, bro. Um, <laughs> anyway, so one time I sent them a message, bro, and they just the simple thing of like, "Yo, Lazy, you can do it, man." 
just just go ahead and start it, bro. As soon as that episode came out, I got a oh, excuse me, I got online and I just ordered everything, bro. You know what I mean? Like it. My girl wasn't too happy about it, bro. But <laughs> I ordered all the equipment, make sure it was, you know, either top notch or or decent um, equipment. We we got together like a fucking board meeting, bro. You know, we had uh, we had um, Smiley's crib. We had his daughter's like little drawing board, and we uh, erased everything uh, on it. Like, all right, yeah, we need this. Get these dragons out of here! You know? all, right. all her cute little drawings, bro. I had to just, I had to erase all that. Like, so, sorry, Mihai, I need it. <laughs> right. So it was your Theo's fault. It's not my fault. Right. We slapped on like. I don't know, like 10, 15 names on there, bro. Just started deleting them or erasing them as like, nah, that doesn't have a, that doesn't ring well, you know, that doesn't sit right. And then finally at the end, we all agree with Pura Cultura. Um, and then we, we just like, like I said, from that first meeting, we, we took it serious. Like we're meeting every week. This is what this costs. We're going to put this much money in, boom, boom, boom. And next thing you know, bro, we we do one practice episode. We we trash that, and then the next week, we haven't stopped since then, bro. We haven't stopped since February, of um, February 9th, I believe, of last year. You know, so it's been on and popping since, bro. You know, we haven't looked back. We're actually starting to double up, and and, and do a lot more work than we used to do. Yeah, and I noticed it's it's, uh, it's crazy, just like. Like once you get started with podcasting, you know, sometimes some people are a little hesitant or they don't know how to start or they don't know, you know, what to do or what to talk about. Mm -hmm. The easiest thing is just, just do it. Just Mm -hmm. like you said, kind of just, you got the shit and then now you're committed. You're kind of pot committed and you're, you're, you put your money in and now you really got to start doing something. And, you know, for some people, it's a little scary for them to to do that or to commit that much. But um, even for some people, like it's not if you want to start a podcast, it it could be expensive to start. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have the budget for it, you can kind of, you know, get little things here and there and then grow as your mm-hmm. episodes grow. And it's kind of cool to see people and see like the the transition of like how you started and then where you're at now. So what about for for you guys, like when from where you started to now, like have you seen and you kind of mentioned already, like just tremendous growth from just either your communication skills or just even you two, like in general, like for your guys's relationship, like what does that meant personally, like just doing the podcast? Well, um, I think confidence, confidence grew. Like I used to be confident in, in certain areas, right? You take me to the hood. I'm a confident ass motherfucker. You take me to the club. I'm a competent as motherfucker, but you put me in on regular day activities, bro. I get, I used to get shy of just talking to a cashier, bro. (laughs) I used to, I used to get shy talking to my cell leader. I used to get shy talking to, um, any random, even not hollering, just a cute girl, you know? And I'd be like, Oh my God, you know, like now it's weird that I'm even saying this, but I'm being transparent. Now I don't have that, that shyness or insecure. I just, I just talk my talk now and and I think it's been because of me and Smiley we've been able to hold conversations and 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 we our our conversations have value that's kind of what we have given each other that confirmation and then our listeners have even come give us a 
bigger validation of your guys' conversation and your guys' point of views are on point or I, I respect that. So now in life now, bro, it's weird, but I, it has empowered me. It has brought me confidence and it has, it has put a fire in me that I wake up now with this, with this, um, this like little light in my chest, bro, that it's like, man, let's get it cracking. You know what I mean? I don't know what's bring, what today's going to bring, but I'm ready for it. You know? So it gave me that, it gave me confidence for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah it, it definitely gives you confidence, bro. Like, um, I, I don't know if, I don't know if it's on the first episode we recorded, if it's, I think it's on the one that we actually trashed, bro. But I actually talk about how I used to have, I used to get anxiety, bro, by, by like right now, what we're doing right now, FaceTiming, I used to get anxiety by just doing this, bro. And it's like, or even like um, when people you just take selfies, bro. And I don't know why, bro, it would give me anxiety, bro. <laughs> That's a weird, I know it's weird, bro. But ever, ever since we started doing the podcast, bro, and like, hey, if, if, if anyone that's set across someone else, bro, like when you're sitting at a table face to face, someone, bro, and having a conversation and looking at each other straight in the eyes, bro, it, it's not easy at first, bro. A lot of people might, it might be easy to a lot of people, a lot of people might, might be used to that, bro. But for me, it wasn't, bro, to just sit face to face and have like a real ass talk, bro. Um, it, that wasn't, that wasn't, I wasn't used to it, bro. So eventually you get more comfortable um, doing that, bro. And like now, like you see, bro, um, Excuse me. We we be jumping on live all the time, bro. We yeah. be doing these recordings with each other. With excuse me, man. Uh, we be doing these recordings um a lot more often, bro. And it's kind of like second nature to me now, bro. It's like I don't get I don't get nervous no more. Or you know, sometimes you get. I guess I could say excited, bro. I, I get excited when, when we're gonna do stuff like this, bro. But I think yeah, doing podcasts definitely um, helped me with my confidence, my self esteem. You could say as far as holding these kind of conversations, bro. So. Um, it's definitely beneficial, bro. I can I can definitely say that. Oh yeah, and, uh, go for it. Go for bad. it. And, and a lot of you know we get we get listeners feedback. You know, like the same thing that we have gained, a lot of our listeners have gained that too. You know, we've um when we say talk that shit, we're not just saying talk out of your ass. We're saying talk out with your chest, with mm -hmm. what you feel in your chest, and when you feel in your what your brain's telling you, talk it. You know what I mean? So we we've been we've been getting messages of people feeling empowered getting that confidence, feeling like we used to feel like maybe our voice wasn't, there was no value in our, in what we had to talk about. Now people are talking their shit, bro. And I promote everybody, man, just talk your shit. And if right. they don't like it, let, let them move around, you know, but you move around knowing that, that your, your um, conversation matters, your truth matters and, and just talk that shit, you know? That, and that's true, bro, because I think, um, as far as Latinos, bro, as far as um, I would say a lot of Mexicanos, bro, we grow up to be uh, raised to be like, yo, be humble. Don't, don't, mm -hmm. don't, don't, don't talk out of your turn. Um, always just stay quiet. Listen to what other people got to say. And we always grow up with that, that thing in us that it's just like, just be quiet. You know, don't, don't speak, don't speak too soon or, or don't, don't speak your mind because you might look stupid or you're going to look, you look, you're going to look dumb. So I, when people see us do this, bro, and we have conversations with each other, bro, and also when we jump on live and we invite some of our listeners to, to jump on live with us, and we just have just regular conversation, bro, it, it, we're kind of promoting our Latinos, bro. We're kind of encouraging our raza, bro, that at the same time that we're growing, like, we want to, we want to help others grow, bro, because I know that that insecurity, bro, is, is something that's in our community, it's in our culture, and we got to shake that shit off, bro, because um, one thing we always say, bro, we want our kids to be 
uh, a lot more confident and, and, and do a lot bigger things than we've done in our life. So when, when your kids see you so confident, FaceTiming other people, it might sound dumb to some people, bro, but um, when, when they see their parents, you know, just having a conversation and, and, and to them, it's going to be like nothing, bro. When, when they get a little older or, or even now, bro, they can jump on with their cousins or friends and, and FaceTime and just talk their, their feelings and, and mm-hmm. their emotions. And, and they're never going to have that, that, um, that shyness that we grew up with, bro. And insecurities and too. Insecurities, yeah. exactly. Insecurities. And um, when they grow up in school, they're going to be a lot more confident. They're going to be able to go up in front of the class, do a presentation, and it's going to lead up to college. And you know what, bro? Like, we're shooting for our kids, bro, our generation to be leading companies, CEOs of companies, bro, like directing a, a, a big a corporation, bro. So it's like, if we, if they, if they feel comfortable at such a young age to be speaking in front of strangers or in front of, um, you know, other people, even relatives, bro, mm-hmm. it, it, it just, they start, they started off so young, bro, that when they get older, bro, I think they'll be unstoppable, bro. Yeah, man. And, and I, I agree with both you guys when it comes to, you know, whether it's just doing podcasting, it not only affects you, but it, it affects, you know, the people that you interact with or your family, because, you know, like you said, you have this more confidence and, you know, that just trickles into your daily life where it's like, hey, you know, that person that I was going to talk to, I was never going to talk to them or my boss that I was going to talk to or a supervisor, or whatever the case may be, you know, now you have that confidence to talk or, you know, just to, you know, have those moments where now I can, I'm more comfortable to, to speak where I can, you know, form a, a perfect sentence and explain my mm-hmm. point of view the way that I want to explain it. Like you get, yeah. you have tons of hours of practice and I feel yeah. like it's, it's crazy that like even some people who I used to go to school with who listen to the podcast, they'll message me like, Hey man, I never knew that you, you know, we're funny or so talking like English. Yeah, like, hey, bro, I was in school. I was, I was actually listening and paying attention, not trying to fuck around. Chris, Chris, you speak English? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or like even the the worst the worst ones are like either it's like girls be like, oh man, I would I would have talked to you more if I knew you were that funny or this. And I'm like, ah, oh, like damn it, man. Hey, you ain't but, married, are you? No, I'm single, man. Okay, okay. I was I love gonna it. say, bro. I was gonna say they're gonna get no, you for that. Hey, no, no feds are watching here right now. No feds. No, no. <laughs> hey, you know what? I appreciate. I appreciate that you know the lingo, bro. I appreciate that you know. Yeah. Oh man, I fuck with you guys. You Friday, Saturday, especially when I, especially during this quarantine, man. I was, I would sit in my room. And I talked to them. Don't be saying you're being bad, bro. Don't be saying no, you're being bad. No, no, them, I, I'd be, in, I wouldn't be in bad. I'd be like, I have a, like a couch in my room, so I'd be sitting chilling. And I'd be like, oh man, like let me put these shoes on, or I'd be like playing video games, or just like chilling or talking <laughs> to my friends. I'd be like, oh no, you know what? I'm gonna put these guys on. Like it's perfect, just because like, and not not only like just having you guys on, like you guys keep it consistent. Like you guys don't like say, oh. Next Friday we'll do it. Next Friday, like no, like you guys have been pretty damn consistent with like Friday, Saturday, and then you know mixing it up with the themes and stuff like that. So how did how did that come about? Um, I don't know, bro. It just slowly started developing developing into more of a of a what what do you call it? Like of a thing, bro. Like you know, we started saying like club culture because it's a it's a um, virtual club, right? Yeah. So then we're so then slowly we just started thinking about yo we should do a theme you know so we we done like um 
well, we done like uh, a cholo theme, I think. We done like uh, like a straight up Mexican theme, bro. Two thousand hip hop, cumbia. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Like a theme, and just just to make it fun, bro, and just to let people keep people interactive, bro. Like it's not the same old shit every every weekend, bro. It's like keep it fun, keep it keep them guessing, and um and it's a lot of music. That we all grew up on, bro. So and yeah. and we all appreciate. So it's pretty dope that we kind of we kind of get together and enjoy it all together, man. Yeah. And one one thing people don't know, bro, is that me and Smiley we party every weekend before quarantine, bro. So like, we, culture we, is nothing new to us, bro. We we prep for this, bro. We prep for this, we, man. We've been practicing for ten years for this shit, bro. You know, like some people will be like, oh, they started wilding after the coronavirus. Now we've been doing this shit. Now we just do it at the comfort of, of our own home, you know, but um, um, as far as like Friday nights, we, we, um, we started doing that because we record Friday nights. We jump on just to see the vibe. Sometimes you kind of need that, um, that energy. See, see where, yeah, that energy, see where the vibes are at, and then we record and, and we like to give our, our listeners the opportunity to jump on and and speak their mind, bro, you know, have a conversation if something's bothering them, you know, it's kind of like a therapy, bro. Like, we don't like to just, like, like Smiley said earlier, we don't like for us just to win and grow by ourselves, bro. We want to grow as a whole team because as we grow and as we elevate together, we're all going to be at the same level that we can all continue to grow without nobody dragging in the back, bro. That's, that's the... You know, when, when and it's corny as fuck, when people say, when I eat, we all eat, bro. But we really feel like that, you know. We're not on that fake homie shit. We, we really mean, like, yo, if we get some fucking inside scoop of something, we're going to share it with everybody because we want you guys to win, too, you know. Nice. And, yeah, like I said, like, I feel those those vibes when I listen to your podcast or watch you guys on live. Like, you guys come off as real fucking dudes. Like, you're not you know, fake, or this is how you act on the podcast, or this is how you talk on, on live. Like, you guys are the same exact thing, like, whether you're on air or off air, I would assume. But mm-hmm. what another thing that I've been interested in is when you guys pick and choose your guests, like, how do you guys go about that? Because I know for us, we, we keep it simple. It's like, people that we're interested in, it's going to be an easy conversation. You know, we're just going to be able to talk and I'll have tons of questions because I'm interested in the person I'm talking to. I'll never have somebody on that I'm not interested in. It's just going to be a boring conversation. It'll feel forced. It'll, it won't, you know, gel right or stuff like that. So how do you guys go about, you know, picking and choosing your guests, especially, you know, when it's about a certain topic of something or like stuff like that? Go ahead, Kyle. Well, as far as the the guests that we choose, bro, it's um, it's it's usually guests that we we feel that they got a a special story, bro. Um, as far as like regular guests that are like not in the music industry or the industry of any sort, um, we feel like they got an interesting story that um that we could benefit from, but uh, also our listeners can benefit from, bro. Because a lot of the times, um, we we always grow up um, thinking a certain way or, or or believing a certain thing, bro. But if you if you hear it from the source, then then you're you're hearing it from the best place possible, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we like for uh, for people to come on, tell their story, their testimony, and um and, and give people a chance to understand where they came from and why they grew up a certain way and why they did certain things, right? Um, so that's that's one thing that we like to bring like certain people um to come on and tell their story. But 
as far as other guests that, that are like in the music industry or in the comic in the comedy industry, bro. We just like to bring people that we feel are dope people, bro, dope artists, dope comedians, that they're just not getting the, the shine and appreciation that they deserve. So we like to bring them on to share, to share their story and just so, so, so people can get to know them. Because sometimes you've heard of somebody and, you're, and you, and you kind of think they're all right, bro. But once you hear their story, bro, you're just like, damn, that motherfucker's dope as fuck. Like, mm-hmm. He's a humble dude, he's a cool dude, and he's talented. And, and then you just fuck with him twice as hard, bro. So mm-hmm. we, always, we always try to make, we're always trying to bring people on the show, on the podcast, bro, that, um, that, can, that, that, that our listeners and us, we can all benefit from, bro. And, and also the guests, you know? Yeah. And, and the culture, right? Because um, yeah, the culture. A, a lot of it, you know, what, what our podcast has become to be is like, we get a lot of people in our DMs, bro, like music artists, you know, rap artists or just music artists, period. Um, and they're hitting us up now. Can I send you guys my music so you guys can check it out, you know? And, and that's dope. We didn't, we didn't come in thinking that this was going to happen, but now we got artists really appreciating our feedback or if we like their music, if we fuck with it or not. Um, that's also another way that we can bring people onto our podcast. If we listen to your music and we feel like you're already at a level where we can introduce you to the culture, that's how we'll, we'll reach out and, and holler at you and be like, yo, Jonas from the podcast. It'd be dope for people to hear you, your music, and your story, you know. But, yeah, sad, sadly but true, there is some people that are not ready, you know what I mean? But, you know, whoever's here listening, um, it's not that we're never going to have you on. It's just you got to keep working on your craft, um, get better, so we can, when we introduce you to the culture, people are going to actually give you a fair chance. Not Because if, if we put you on before you're ready, and people are going to be like, dude, this dude's whack. I'm never going to listen to little you know, um, little, uh, I can't even think of the name. Little yeah. Joker. Little Joker. I was going to say Little G. I'm like, wait a minute. They're going to think I'm talking shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, they're going to be like, I'm never listening to that Little Joker again. No, so we don't want that to happen, right? So we're going to put that, you know, example, Little Joker, when he when he has a couple songs that are like, all right, he, he's gaining some good traction in the right direction. Let, let's put him on. You know what I mean? So. It's, I, go ahead. Yeah, and uh, one thing I was gonna say, bro, is like, like pura cultura, bro. Um, when we say pura cultura sin censura, bro, we we come in, bro, um, and we're we're what we do, bro, is we're at, we're we want the best interest for the artist, bro. We want the we're in the best interest for the artist, the comedian, the actor, um, the 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 person that has a, a dope story to share, bro. We want them. We're in the best interest of them, bro. Like when you're ready, bro, we want we want people to to see your talent, bro. But we just feel like you're not at that potential yet. And so we always let them know, like, yo, you know, keep keep working on that. But as far as people that are already there, bro, we when we go when we uh, bring them on and when we put them on our page, bro, um, that that doesn't just mean that we're we're supporting them for that single podcast episode or for that post, bro. Like it's like it's like we're rocking with you now. We're following you now. We're keeping up with you. We're rooting for you. Um, we, we, we're going to make sure that we support enough that, that um, you know, you got a backing in this because a lot of people, sometimes um, they're dope, but they just don't have the following or the, or the support. And a lot of people give up, bro. So we just like to make sure that um, they know someone's in their corner, bro, for their best interest. It's not, it's not for anything other than, um, than, than watching them succeed, bro, because if they succeed, then, then I think the whole culture succeeds, bro. Because if a Latino artist looks, is looking dope out there and successful, 
and it's making the whole culture look dope out there, bro. So that's that's our mission, bro. That's part of our mission, I guess you could say. I appreciate that because, in a sense, like you know, you're bringing light to maybe an artist or actor, whatever the case may be, to someone who's you know not getting those eyeballs on them or not getting those ears to listen to their stuff, and it's feel it feels like when those people go on your podcast it seems like you guys are really focused on making them look good and making mm-hmm. them, you know, look as best as possible. So that way, when this, you know, episode is all said and done, you know, people end up saying, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of that guy. And it, not, there's not a lot of podcasts out there that really, really care about their guests. You know, mm-hmm. some podcasts are like, oh man, this guy has 60,000 followers. I'm going to get all those 60,000 mm-hmm. people to, mm-hmm listen to my pot not gonna work that way that's not our that's not our goal that's not our exactly and i I like how you guys do that and then it shows that you guys not only care about your podcast but you care you you truly care about everybody and especially Mm -hmm. the people that that you get on right yeah so go for it you know we're we're not about like flooding the flooding the podcast either you know what i mean like this is a marathon, bro. You know, R.I.P. Nipsey Hustle, bro. It's not a, it's not a race, bro. We're not seeing who can get that that flag at the end first, bro. We're seeing who can stay consistent, quality, and and give everybody the opportunity to follow the podcast. You know, because if we drop like let's say four or five episodes a week, bro, which we could, that's not get, that's not being very fair to our not even our audience, bro, because. There's so many other Latino podcasts out there, bro, that they, everybody needs their shine, bro. Everybody yeah. needs their, their space. And also if somebody, if somebody um, dumps a load of content on you, bro, it's like reading five books yeah. in a week, bro. You could probably get it through a week way. Um, but you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna hold a lot of that value inside of you. You know what I mean? So we're, we're trying to keep it consistent. Um, Mondays is going to stay regular shows me and Smiley and, and one of the bros or one of the homies. But Tuesday, I mean, Wednesdays will continue to be um, either somebody in the community that can bring value to our culture or a music artist, an actor or a comedian. And just at the end of the day, bro, something that's adding value to every individual that's listening to us. And at the end of the day, the culture, because when the culture's popping, when I step outside, that, that means I'm popping too, you know, because we're Latinos, bro, so. That's Man, the way I, it is. I think I think that's probably one of the best ways to end this episode, especially, you know, we're getting everything in in that one hour. And, again, I want to say I appreciate you guys coming on. Um, uh, for sure, if you guys are watching, listening, uh, check these guys out on their Instagram, on their podcast, everything. Because, like you guys heard it here, you know, they, they don't just care about numbers. They don't care about likes or this. Or they care about you, the listener, or you, the viewer. And they care about the guests. So I think that's probably one of the most important things. And I think that's what's going to drive you guys to be super successful in this podcast uh, game. Because, you know, I, I'm, I'm not the biggest podcaster ever, but I just know for a fact that you guys are going to blow up in a way that I, I guarantee you, you guys are going to blow up in a way that you've never even thought of. Just because there's no guys Thank out you, there like you. <laughs> I guarantee it. There's no guys out there like you. You guys kill it. You guys crush it. And again, I appreciate you guys coming on this podcast. And hopefully I bless you. Continue success. 
Thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. Appreciate that. Appreciate those words, man. And you know, just like you, um, just like uh, you say, you know, thanks for having for us jumping on your podcast. Well, thanks for having us on here, bro. Yeah. Um, it's been a long time coming. Um, we, exactly. we, we see you guys doing your thing, bro. I just think everyone's so busy doing their own thing, bro. But I think it's dope that sometimes we gotta just put pause on everything else, bro, and make sure we make these things happen, bro. Because like we said, it helps. It helps us all, bro. There it is. And I'm gonna tag you guys on all your stuff, and um, hopefully everyone gets to 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 watch and listen and keep tuning in. So everyone who's been watching and listening, um, tune in next time and make sure you guys check these guys out. Is there anything else you guys want to add before we end? Uh, I- I just want to say thank you, bro. You know, I appreciate those words, bro. You know, like, it never gets old hearing somebody um, appreciate our show, appreciate our time, appreciate us. Um, like I said before, bro, it's like losing your virginity for the first time again, bro. Uh, I'm over here lightheaded. You know, you know when you lose your virginity, bro, you're lightheaded. <laughs> Stop acting like a thotty, bro. You almost made it through. You almost made it through a whole episode without acting like a thotty, bro. No, bro. Um, Definitely, it was dope kicking back um, at the Kickback Podcast with, with the homie out. Chris. Check him out. And um, yo, man, this is Pura Cultura Sin Censura, man. And this is your boy, Lazy. And I'm Smiley. Out. And I'm Smiley checking out. There it is. Done. <laughs>